Thank you. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. And this morning we'll be looking at verses 12 through 17. And we're continuing a study in uh, the Holy Spirit. And this is really the number 11 in a series. Last week we looked at the struggle between the flesh and the spirit. And this morning we're going to take a step further to see what it means to be led by the spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17. So then, brethren, we are under obligation, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, heirs also, heirs of God, fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we glorify, we suffer with him, so that we might be glorified with him. It's God's word. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much again for uh, an opportunity like this to sit before your feet at your word, to read it, to study it, and to trust that by your Holy Spirit you will teach us from it. We need it. So we pray that you would be our guide and our helper, our instructor, our teacher you would show us what we need to know from this text, that we might grow in the grace of Jesus. We ask it in his name. Amen. Well, if our text this morning sounds familiar to you, it's with good reason. I read these verses as a portion of our text last Sunday when I did focus upon the battle that we all face between the flesh on the one hand and the Holy Spirit in our lives on the other. Didn't just read it actually dealt with some of these verses last week, but I want to come back to it again this morning because it also deals specifically with what is before us this morning. This morning I want to deal with what the Bible teaches about being led by the Spirit. Now I want you to hear that carefully. I want to try to teach you about what the Bible says about what it means to be led by the Holy Spirit all kinds of opinions and ideas about the leading of the Spirit, and it's very easy to get confused by all that you hear from different folks from different places. As always, what we want is to hear from God and to find what God says about it in His Word. You see, all of our opinions and ideas about spiritual things must come from the Bible. If they don't, they're just that. They're just opinions and ideas. We have a grid through which we view all of life, including our theological and spiritual decisions. And that grid is the Word of God. It doesn't matter, quite honestly, what your friend tells you, or what you heard on TV, or what you read in a book, or what even some preacher like me says to you. What matters is what God says and what His Word says. And we're always in that constant search to see, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible teach me 
about that. What matters is what the Bible says. And so our goal this morning is going to be try to find what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about being led by the Holy Spirit? There are actually only four places in the Bible where that phrase, led by the Spirit, is used. Two of them refer historically to one event. And that is when Jesus, remember, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the evil one. Two gospel writers make reference to that fact that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's just an historical reference to what happened to Jesus as he was led into the wilderness to experience that time of solitude facing temptations from the evil one. And so those historical references really don't apply to our subject before us today. Obviously, one of the other places you find that phrase in the Bible is in our text this morning in verse 14 of Romans chapter 8 where Paul says, All who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The other is over in Galatians chapter 5. We were in Galatians 5 last Sunday also, verse 18, where Paul says, But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now those two verses, Romans 8, 14, Galatians 5, 18, and the context in which those verses are found will be our focus this morning as we try to understand what the Bible says about this important subject. I want to try to answer four questions for you this morning about being led by the Spirit. And the first question is who? Who is led by the Spirit? Another way to ask it is, who can expect to be led by the Holy Spirit? And I put that question first this morning. Because there are some who say that the the leading of the Holy Spirit is reserved for the super-spiritual, or those who've had a particular spiritual experience, or those who somehow have opened themselves up to or made themselves available to the Holy Spirit. And I want you to understand, that is not true. Notice again what Paul says in verse 14 of Romans chapter 8. All who are being led... By the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now understand what Paul is saying there. He's saying that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And you might remember also back in verse, into verse uh, 9 of this chapter, Paul has said, But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Part of the definition of a believer Part of the identity of a Christian is that you have the Holy Spirit in you and, Paul says, that you're being led by the Holy Spirit. You see, the leading of the Holy Spirit is not something reserved for the most godly believers, but the leading of the Holy Spirit is something experienced by every believer. I want you to hang on to that because that's going to be important as we move on in our study this morning, when Paul says, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, he is in effect giving us a definition of the sons of God. Sonship or adoption into the family of God is defined by your having the Holy Spirit in your life and you being led by the Holy Spirit in your life as well. 
you might remember that I made that point last Sunday when I was dealing with this whole matter of the struggle that we all face between uh, the flesh on the one hand and the um, Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. How do I know? How do I know that I belong to Jesus? How do I know that I'm converted? How do I know that I have the Holy Spirit in my life? It's because I desire the things of the Spirit more than I desire the things of the flesh. It doesn't mean that I don't stumble or fall. It doesn't mean that my actions always are consistent with what I want, but that my desire, my longing is to be pleasing to God in all that I do. We saw from Paul's own experience in Romans 7, remember, that you know, sometimes we, we just fail. Sometimes we don't do the good that we wish that we would do, and we, sometimes we do the very evil thing that we hate. But you see, it's not the fact that I occasionally stumble that's the, that's the issue. The issue is, do I really desire the good? And do I really hate the evil? That, you see, is a sign that the Holy Spirit is in your life. And every believer, every child of God is open to the leading of the Holy Spirit in his life. If you're a Christian this morning, the Holy Spirit is available to you. He's in you. And He is leading you. The second question is, what? What does this mean? What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? And that really is the most important question. What does the Bible mean when it talks about being led by the Holy Spirit? Again, some people have believed that when uh, you're led by the Spirit, it means that uh, you're led to choose to marry Sally over Mary or to work for uh, Win Dixie instead of Piggly Wiggly, or to live in Shibuta rather than Oxipater. Now, I'm not saying the Holy Spirit doesn't guide us and lead us in making important decisions in our lives. As we'll see later, He certainly does. But that is not the Bible's primary focus when it talks about our being led by the Spirit. From the biblical perspective, being led by the Spirit does not mean to choose Sally over Mary, but it rather it means to choose holiness over sin and obedience over disobedience. You know, early in our service, we, we read from John 16. You might remember if you in the adult Sunday class last uh, summer, I guess it was, and before, Carrie talked about John 16, those latter chapters of the Gospel of John about the Holy Spirit, Jesus sending the Holy Spirit. And what did he say? We read that together. What did he say that the Holy Spirit would do? I folded up my insert in my bullet. What did he say he would do? He said that he would convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. And then later he said, but when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. The guidance of the Spirit is the same as the leading of the Spirit. The Spirit leads us and He guides us. And what does Jesus say the Holy Spirit will lead us to? He leads us and guides us to the truth. What does that mean? What did Jesus say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. The primary purpose of the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life is to lead you to Jesus to lead you to greater obedience 
convict you of sin, of righteousness and judgment, that you might become holy in God's sight. We see that both here in our passage in Romans 8, and we see it also in the passage in Galatians chapter 5. Remember that our key rule of interpretation is always to keep every text in its proper context. And if we're going to keep verses in their proper context, it's certainly right for us to keep phrases of verses in their context as well. We can't simply pull out this phrase, led by the Spirit, and make it mean whatever we want it to mean. No, we have to keep it in its proper context and find what it really means. And again, the context of Romans 8, 14, as we've seen, is this struggle that we face between the flesh and the Holy Spirit. That is, between the lusts of the flesh, the desires of the flesh, and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And in the context, again, you know, Paul is talking about the obligation we have to live according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. Look again at verses 12 and 13 with me. So then, brethren, he says, we are under obligation not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Notice that Paul mentions there in verse 13 in particular, living according to the flesh on the one hand, and by the Spirit putting to death the deeds of the body on the other. That's the context in which he then goes on to say in verse 14, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Paul could just as well have said, If by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you are one of the sons of God. Who are those who are being led by the Spirit of God? They are those who are by the Spirit putting to death the deeds of the flesh. Do you understand that? The leading of the Spirit is spiritual in nature. And it leads us to choose obedience over disobedience. To choose and desire the things of the Spirit over the things of the flesh. You need to go over with me to Galatians chapter 5, the other text to which I want to look, or at which I want to look just briefly. Galatians chapter 5, verse 18. What's the context? Lo and behold, it's the same context that we find in Romans chapter 8. It's this battle between the flesh and the spirit. Verse 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not, what? Carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are, then he says it, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You see, the Spirit doesn't lead us to a legalistic approach to obedience but rather it leads us to desire and to want to obey from a heart that loves God and desires to please Him. Spirit-led obedience. What Paul is talking about here in verse 18 is far different from legalistic obedience. But the point is that in both places where Paul talks about being led by the Spirit, 
It's in the context of this struggle that all of us face between the flesh and the Spirit. In the context of willing obedience to Christ. How do I know that I'm being led by the Spirit? It's because, again, I desire the things of the Spirit more than the things of the flesh. That by the Spirit I'm putting to death the deeds of the flesh. And I understand I'm in this constant war, the battle with each other. And I'm striving to serve the Spirit more than the flesh. That's what this is about. Then third, when are we led by the Spirit? I hope you see by now that the leading of the Spirit is not reserved for some special believers and some special occasion. But the leading of the Spirit is something that occurs continually, persistently, every moment of every day. Notice that Paul says in Galatians 5, 16 again, but I say, walk by the Spirit. Same thing as being led by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Have the mind of Christ. Live by the Spirit. And that tense there in the verb indicates a continual, persistent action over and over again. We are continually, consistently, every day, to be walking by and being led by the Spirit, to be led in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And then the fourth question is, and we'll conclude with this, is how are we to be how are we led by the Spirit? We've asked the question who, what, and when, and now how? How are we led by the Spirit? I want to point you to two ways. One is internally. The Holy Spirit leads us internally. Remember, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will be with you, and the Holy Spirit will be in you. The Holy Spirit indwells believers. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Remember what Paul said in Philippians 2.13? It is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. In the context we know it is God, the Holy Spirit, who is at work in you, internally giving you the desire to will and to do for His good pleasure. Ephesians 6 talks about being strengthened in the inner man by the Holy Spirit to do His will. And so the Holy Spirit internally gives you the desire and the strength to pursue holiness and godliness. But He also leads us externally. That is, the Holy Spirit leads us through His Word. The Holy Spirit leads us through God's revelation of Himself to us. Again, early we saw that the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, of righteousness, and judgment. It leads us to the truth. Where do we find that? We find that in the pages of God's Word. And the more you study, the more you read, the more you learn, the more you memorize God's Word, the easier it will be for you to walk by the Spirit, and the more you'll consciously be led by the Spirit. And so we should look for the Holy Spirit to lead us internally and externally. Internally, as he gives us an eternal desire and strength to pursue holiness, and externally, as he teaches us from his word. Now, I know some of you out there thinking this morning, this sermon didn't go anywhere like I thought it would go. This isn't at all what I thought we would talk about when we were considering what it means to be led by the Spirit. Does this not mean that God doesn't lead me? In my daily life. Of course he does. 
We believe in God's providential leading in our lives and in the affairs of men. God's providence is one of the most blessed truths to which we hold. And God does lead us and guide us in our lives. He just doesn't do it the way a lot of people think that he does today. The Holy Spirit, for example, doesn't lead us through our feelings or through our emotions or through our intuition or through visions or through dreams or through a still small voice. I heard someone say one time that they desperately wanted the Holy Spirit to lead them. And so they would sit quietly Still waiting for the Holy Spirit to speak to them. God doesn't speak to his people that way today. God has spoken to us through his word. In Hebrews 1, God says, God spoke to the fathers through the prophets in many portions and in many ways. And there's that very important word, but... But in these last days, he's spoken to us in his Son. And through his Son, through his Word. God speaks to us through his Word today. Now, does, God does guide our paths. And he helps us make good decisions and wise choices. But the way God does that is a whole separate concept in a whole separate sermon from what we've looked at today because the leading of the Spirit, what it means to be led by the Spirit, from the biblical context, to be led to Jesus, to lead to holiness, to lead to purity. Well, what does it mean for me to be led by the Spirit in my own personal life? It means that I choose obedience over disobedience, that I watch over my attitudes, that I watch over what I say and how I say it. That I seek to live a godly, personal life of holiness. What does it mean for me to be led by the Spirit in my home? In my relationship with my wife? It means that on a daily basis I try to serve her as Christ served the church. To love her as Christ loved the church. To watch over my attitudes to her, my patience, my impatience... Again, I've been a little impatient the last few days. We struggle with that, don't we, in our homes, and our families. We want to be led by the Spirit to be able to live in our homes a spiritual life, Spirit-led lives. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit in the church? It means we worship not out of beauty, but out of delight. We come here not because we feel we have to, but because we want to. It means we long to hear the word. We enjoy singing hymns of praise. We pray for, with and for each other. We enjoy the delight of fellowship God has given to us in the church. We're led by the Spirit to those things. And so we want to be Spirit-led believers in a Spirit-led church because it leads us, you see, to Jesus. And it leads us. To choose obedience over disobedience. Righteousness over unrighteousness. Godliness over ungodliness. May God make us more and more led 
by his spirit every day. Let's pray. Lord God, help us to be spirit-led because we know as the Holy Spirit leads us, he leads us to Jesus. And that's where we want to be. We ask it in Jesus' name.